Alea is vast, vibrant, simultaneously stunning as well as challenging and confusing. At Together LA, this city is our passion. We know that loving LA well starts with listening, pounding the pavement in search of the individuals invested in the flourishing of Los Angeles. These are the inspiring stories and real-life interviews with the men and women who work to bring the gospel to LA in their unique ways. Thanks for joining us as we bring you closer to the heart of LA, one story, one voice, and one neighborhood at a time. This is the Together LA Listening Tour. Well, hello, everyone. Today, we get a chance on our Together LA's podcast, The Listening Tour, to talk with Charity McLeod. And so, Charity, entrepreneur, you're a wife, you're, you're a mother, you're overseeing the local and global uh, uh, as global, global, global pastor over at Reality LA. That, that's how I would describe you. Okay. <laughs> how you doing? How you doing? It's good to talk to you. Same here. Hey, it was great getting to know you over in Orlando. And now, yes. uh, look, just getting to hear a little bit about your story. And I was just so amazed. I said, Donna, we got to get her on just to talk a little bit about her story. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm definitely glad to be here. Um, and I had a great time in Florida with GCG and just the whole resource global family. Like that was a really good time. So I definitely look forward to the next one. Yeah. And with a lot of times what you were even seeing with Orlando, a lot of times here we are talking about LA, but when we got together for Resource Global, we had all these young Christian marketplace leaders yeah. from different global cities. When you walked away from it, what did you learn from somebody who was living in LA and serving in LA? I think I walked away with, um, I think just a, a really good um, re re-energizing of um, how special LA is. I think, yeah. you know, when I was at, um, Florida at the conference, I think you're hearing all of these different industries, these different leaders um, that are, you know, really making a difference in their area, which most of them, for most of them, it's where they're from, right? Yeah. It's where they were born, where they live. Um, and so I think LA is just so unique and so special because it really brings all of these different elements into yeah. one place. And so I think just being able to get excited about the potential of what is already in LA, not just to stay in LA, but to be yeah. able to then go back to yeah. either where they're, LA is such a transient city, right? And so I think the opportunity to really be able to disciple and invest in the marketplace within LA isn't really just for LA, but for so many different regions because of people going to different states within the US, different yeah. countries around the world. Um, so there's just so much opportunity here in LA. Now, were you born in LA, Charity? I am an LA native, yes. We are becoming um, very rare. So anytime I meet somebody in LA who's from LA, I definitely get super excited because we are becoming more and more rare. Now, like, for instance, I was born and raised in Chicago, lived in Chicago mm -hmm. all my life. In some sense, I could tell you what makes Chicago unique. For you, over the, over the years, over the decades yeah. that you've lived in L.A., how has it changed and what makes it unique? So I think, man, that is such a loaded question. <laughs> um, L.A. is just a, a, such an interesting city, I think one of the things that does make it unique is the melting pot of different um ethnicities and you know races and well there's one there's only one race there's a human race so ethnicities cultures etc mm -hmm. um 
And I think LA is just like one of those places where there's so much like health, there can be a healthy pride of just, you know, there's, we're the only city that has two, two, most of two sports teams, right? Yeah, two football yeah. teams, two basketball teams, just two soccer teams, two baseball teams. Like, um, so it, it can definitely just feel like a sense of pride, re regardless of which way you're going sports wise. Um, I think that, yeah, I, I think just the, the the transient nature of it can um, be fun, but also challenging. Um, so, yeah, I think that's what partly what makes it unique and, and just so many like gifts and talents and um, you can go into various spaces of LA and yeah. feel like you're in a completely different world Correct. so you know if you were on vacation each day you, you were here for five days you literally can feel like you're in and doing something different each day of the week just here in LA yeah. um which is you know definitely fun um I think it's definitely changed too and speaking to the transiency obviously I think most people know that and it's no secret that we have a huge um you know issue with those experiencing homelessness yeah and um, I think because LA is so diverse, it's easy to hide. Um, it's easy to kind of, you know, just fall to the background. Um, our weather definitely makes it, you know, easy and welcoming for those yeah. who, um, you know, are experiencing homelessness to, to really survive. Like you can really survive on the streets in LA. Correct. Most places, right. Uh, you know, around the U.S., you can't, you know, whether it's super, super hot or super, super cold, um, which brings about, you know, a, a number of, of, of challenges. So, um, but really good opportunities as well um, to, to connect and meet with people. So, yeah. And even the church that you serve at Reality LA, yeah. it is a very young church, but very, very diverse church from people from Hollywood or entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. tech field, mm -hmm. finance field, a lot of variety mm -hmm. of people. Yeah, a, a huge variety. And um, to the point where, you know, we, we even kind of um, view or, or have this kind of lens of our church through regions of the city, you know, whether that's like the Valley region, the South region, the West side, because it's so diverse of um, of, of zip codes, but also to, you know, we have a huge college um, population um, right now, which is great, which is actually kind of how Reality LA really got started with Tim Chaddick was college, um, mm -hmm. was his first of college students coming. Um, so we definitely see that, you know, resurgence of, of college students coming, which is great. Tons of families, you know, I, we have a whole wave of pandemic babies in a sense. Um, so um, definitely a lot of families and really a church that represents all ages and, you know, a variety of ethnicities. And we're nowhere near perfect in that, but I think our heart truly is to represent LA in terms of its multicultural um, uh, sense right here in, in, in reality. So that, that's been fun to, to be a part of. Yeah. And with Reality LA, got a chance to visit your church. You guys are right there in Hollywood. You yeah. drive down not too far as the Scientology building, everything like yeah. that. In your role, over, especially overseeing local missions and all that and local work, how have you had to engage the, the neighborhoods? What are some of the priorities that you guys are working on within the church area that you're living in? 
Yeah. Um, so part of our mission is to serve Los Angeles. Um, and so, you know, starting with right where we are and we um, were blessed with a, um, a, a church building an office building yeah. Yeah. a few years back and um, a, a community program really um, uh, called the Hope Center. And yeah. it's and now now we've transitioned to the uh, it being called Serve LA, an official 5013C oh, nonprofit. Really? Okay. Yeah. And um, it's been really great because we do community meals um, twice a day, Monday through Friday, a 10 a.m. and a 5 p.m. meal. And it's for those who are experiencing homelessness, but it's also those who live right in the community who really, whether it's maybe they don't have enough, like they're able to pay rent, et cetera, and yeah. they want to, you know, enjoy a, a good meal. Sometimes it's just people who are just lonely. Like they live yeah. in a community and they want to engage with people um, and they come and it's just, and, and we really want to make it a community meal, meaning right. it's not we're handing out a plate and people are leaving. Yeah. Like, this is a sit down food. We, we were partnered. The ministry, when it was founded, um, was able to secure partnerships with Whole Foods and Trader yep. Joe's yep. Yep. and get all of their near to expiring food. And then we have chefs who um, a part of the ministry who literally cook like a full spread. I mean, like these meals are legit great meals. Um, and so um, it's really connecting with people, being able to eat beside people, hear their stories, let them hear ours, and just engage and be um, with one another, which a, a lot of times doesn't often happen, especially when someone is unhoused. And it even goes as small as choice, right? So we give them um, not just paper plates or to-go boxes, but plates that that are volunteers and we have to wash afterwards they can choose their plate they can choose their fork they can choose the specific muffin they want right because that is just so dignifying to be able to have choice yeah, um, yeah. which oftentimes um you know people who are going through things don't really get to get anymore yeah, yeah, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And look, the, even the story of in terms of how you got the church building, it was a very, very older church. In some yes. sense, I would probably say a dying church who gifted it to you guys. And for you now, you guys are just growing and thriving and changing. Is the office all remodeled and rebuilt yet? You know what? It's been going through phases. Um, and so we've had to do a lot of foundational upgrades recently. So that's kind of been the focus. Plus, I think our projected um, timeline got pushed back with COVID as mostly everything did for everybody. Yeah. So um, the more cosmetic um, changes are, are definitely on the way. Yeah, yeah. For you guys, with the Olympics coming on its way to L.A., how do you guys prepare for that, especially with some of the homelessness issues or anything like that? How is the church or the community preparing for uh, the Olympics? Yeah. So, you know, we haven't had a ton of those conversations with reality yet, um, but we've actually had some of those conversations through my business um yeah. through, through a little bit through the logistics business of you know how can we be intentional um about securing some of those contracts etc yeah. um yeah. and and not just I, I mean obviously you're in business to you know make money but one of the things one of the reasons we got into this industry is to really be able to impact 
lives and the yeah. lives of our employees. And um, so we definitely started those conversations of, of how we can um, be impactful through that season with so many yeah. people coming in the city. Charity, I'm smiling because I, a lot of times when I first met you, it was in your role as a pastor over at Reality LA. And then in the midst of talking with you, there was a whole different side of you, the <laughs> entrepreneur side. Talk a little bit about that in terms of how yeah. this logistics thing started. Yeah. So um, it, it started with the radio, uh, a radio advertisement. Um, my husband heard this radio advertisement like, you know, do you want to own your own business? Or do you have, you know, um, skills with managing people and managing teams? And so he came to me and he was like, hey, I heard this radio thing. Amazon, you know, um, has this program um, called the Delivery Service Program um, where you can apply to be your own business owner um, partnering with Amazon to deliver Amazon packages. Um, and so, you know, and, and God was like, just so in it from the start, you know, we went to an informational session where we were connected with somebody who um, she was uh, African American like head within the recruiting division. Um, and, and when we went into this informational meeting, I mean, there was probably five blacks in the entire in, in a room full of like 60 people. Um, wow. And okay, so, okay. you know, I think that was an instant connection between um, uh, the lead there and I and, and the two of us and um yeah it from the start like it just feels like it felt like God's hand was on it completely from beginning to, to now and so it's um my husband AJ McLeod was the one who applied you know went through the interviews and then it's actually three owners it's AJ myself and then we have a friend Brian Hoskins um yeah. and so we are we are celebrating three years on Friday Wonderful. Um, started in the in the the in the thick of the pandemic, and it is because of the pandemic that we were really able to um, launch this business. Um, and you know, I am heartbroken by the amount of dev devastation that the pandemic has caused for for mm -hmm. people and families, even personally, um, with with family members that have have lost their lives to it, but. I think there is some beautiful moments that has definitely come out of it. And I would say for us and our family, this is one of them. Yeah. And, you know, my husband has a, a he's a LCSW has is a licensed therapist with Kaiser and um, our other business partners in the financial industry. And it has been such a beauty and a blessing to be able to bring in um, our our individual gifts and talents and the callings that God has placed on us into yeah. this business. I can't tell you how many times because of the pandemic, because of what people are going through, how many like off the clock therapy sessions my husband has had with our, in, with mm -hmm. our teammates because he, he has the experience, right? Yeah. We have employees who are trying to get their credit fixed and get homes. And so our other business partner who's in the finance industry has been able to walk with our employees on how to fix these. I mean, you know, get financial literacy and, and understand what it means to be yeah. able to invest. So, um, you know, we've been able to partner with schools in our area um, to, to do service and outreach programs through this, through this business. So, 
Um, yeah, it's, it's been a really sweet opportunity to serve and um, to really bring our faith into our work. Yep. Our mutual friend Crawford Loritz was preaching. I was with him in Austin and he said to the audience, God will never part the waters until you first step foot into the Jordan River. And he could do what he could be prepared to uh, split the Jordan River and all that stuff, but you better take that first step and put your yes. foot into the river. And and when I tell you it was a first step, I mean, my husband and I, and even our business partner, he had a little bit, but none of us had logistics experience. Yeah, yeah. Like none of us. Yeah. And so to be able to really you know, trust God and say, you know what, we're going to, we're just going to say yes and see where you yep. take this and trust you throughout the process. And the favor that we've had since day one is unmatched. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that it's, there's not challenges, hard work. Ooh. I still remember talking with you in the early days is when drivers didn't show up, you guys had to jump <laughs> in. Those were the early days. Yes. It was the early days where, you know, we had drivers and my hat goes off to all delivery service industry professionals mm -hmm. because it is not an easy yeah, job, yeah, you yeah. know? Um, and so, yeah, we had drivers who, you know, first day was like, uh, I'm not feeling this at all. And would just abandon their van and we had to hop on in there and finish yeah. that route. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it definitely hasn't had challenges and even, even personal challenges, right? Like, my husband and I got married in um, February of 2019, and we started this business almost a year exactly later. And so, yeah. you know, we weren't even married for that long to really get into like our flow before yeah. we started this. And so it has really been a move of God to um, really, you know, trust him, be led by him. Um, and really rely on him, not just professionally, um, not just spiritually, but, but personally as yeah. well within our, our marriage and, and just, you know, within um, our, yeah, with everything. Yeah. How do you guys determine three partners? What part do you do? What part does your husband, what time does yeah. your third partner do? How do you guys decide who does what? Yes. So we really kind of just leaned into our natural giftings. Um, and so um, our, our other business partner, Brian, he does have some experience in um, delivering and logistics and cars and, and trucks. And so he really helps out with a lot of anything that has to do with like on road, van type things, um, all of all of that aspect of the business. He typically kind of does that he can almost fix anything really quickly. So if oh, we really? need quick okay. changes before we have to go on road, um, you know, because we we get audited like that as well, making sure our vans are up to part. And so if there's something, a step on, on the van breaks, he's real quick to fix that. So that's a good um, skill to have. You know, it <laughs> really, really is. Like AJ and I was we're like, if we didn't have Brian, man, we would be paying some yeah. money trying to get all these, you know, so really really good with that um and then and he's also to one that is is typically more on the ground with the drivers yeah. on a day-to-day -day basis because of his flexibility um and then I kind of was more so more of like helped with branding helped with um HR um helped with hiring things mm -hmm. of that nature and then my husband he is just like 
the head honcho, really. So he's kind of like overseeing everything, really being on um, the communication front with Amazon. Yeah. Um, and so, um, and also to helping with um, some of just our like employee relations yeah. that we have. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, we kind of just naturally leaned into our natural gift set. Yeah. And, you know, we definitely um, have also learned how to, how to, you know, work on certain things that maybe we weren't good at, yeah. which that's part of it, you know, yeah. and, and that's really one of the, the best parts of it. Um, and then, yeah, so we, we have built a team, a really great team now that um, we, we trust and we uh, love working with um, that really kind of takes on more of the day to day to allow us to um, kind of do big picture things where we're working on expanding, not just outside of our Amazon partnership. And so now we're looking at doing freight trucking, state to state yep. Yep. Um, contracts outside of Amazon. Yep. So that's been really fun yep. to kind of start dreaming about. Um, and then, you know, being able to work with nonprofits as a, as an employment agency, yeah. um, as well. So, yeah. But it, it takes, you got to take a step, right? You got to take yes. that first step because I can see in the early days, your husband heard it on the radio. He brought the idea to you. Well, we don't know anything about it. It's a risk. It's a lot of work. And then you just don't decide not to do it, but here you were, well, let's at least try knowing that it will be a little work along the way, yeah. but here you are later, three years later, celebrating your third anniversary on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Third anniversary. And, you know, at one point we had up to a hundred employees during yeah. the holiday season, um, you know, running close to 55 bands. Yeah. And I mean, if, and somebody asks us this question, like if you would have, could you have imagined being where you are now yeah, three years yeah, ago? And we yeah. said, absolutely not. Correct, correct, correct. Absolutely not. Um, and so it's really taking the first step. And honestly, you just, and, 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 and speaking of Crawford Loritz, you know, he was, I was re-listening to his message from uh, um, Discovery Church. Yeah. And, you know, he was saying that like, we don't have seconds. We don't have even an hour to, to allow God to transform us. Um, and so I, I, I think us saying yes is really part of the transformation that oftentimes we wait for. Like, let me try to like put my transformation package together and I like know what to expect. I know which way to go. Yeah. And it's just like, just step. And as you take one step after the next step, after the next step, after the next step, the transfer. Yeah. And, and for instance, even in terms of your freight business, a lot of times you could sit there and say, okay, we're going to grow here. We're going to grow here. And you make plans, but you, do you know what's going to happen five years from now, six years? It may be a different thing. You may be living in different States. Something like that may have changed along the way. And here's the thing. Like I would just say too, uh, with those changes, like, let's say like it, the, we make the plans and they do change in five years. We wouldn't have even like been able to see change because we didn't even take the first step in the first place. Yeah. Um, so I think is again, like you said, it's just taking the step. Yeah. 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 We're Charity McLeod of Reality LA. So Charity, a couple of fun questions as we wrap up our interview with you. I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing you. Like when you go to what is when someone comes and visits LA, 
what is one thing that you and your family like enjoy doing? When someone visits LA, I think, okay, I am a foodie personally, and there's so many good spots to eat in LA. Um, So I think one, it's it's finding um, a good place to eat. Another one is, I think the beach is definitely like one because most people, most people who come don't have access to a beach. Um, But if we're able to do like the beach and then maybe Palm Desert in like the same week Mm -hmm. because they're so close, that's always fun. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Is there there a restaurant near the church or near your home in Long Beach that no one stays below the radar? You said, Tommy, this is someone that many people may not be aware of, but you need to go to this restaurant. Oh, man, that's hard. So I won't necessarily say a restaurant, but I will say a type of food. I think LA is, and I might be biased. So if you have people, you know, coming to you, you know, questioning my answer, (laughs) Mexican food. I think LA's Mexican food is just like, for like a, a, Someplace that's like in the States, I think LA's Mexican food is just top notch. Very, very good. Sports fans, uh, LA Dodgers or Angels? Dodgers. Okay. Lakers or Clippers? Lakers. Interesting. Are you a big LeBron James fan? I respect LeBron's James. His, I respect his game. I respect his hustle. Um, But personally, I'm a Kobe fan all day. Oh, really? Really? Kobe fan over even back in the days when we were younger, the uh, 80s Lakers, Magic Johnson, Kareem, all that whole group. I mean, they they have their place because they set the stage. Yeah. Um, you know, they set the stage for Kobe. They set the stage for so many others. Um, so I think if I had to just choose overall, it would be Kobe and Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. I was very disappointed with the Lakers because I would have loved to see the Kobe, Carl Malone, Gary Payne, Shaquille O'Neal team win. That was the team I really, really would have loved to see it. Yes, that that would have been a, a, an indescribable win for sure. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Well, hey, Charity, thank you so much. I look thank forward you. to seeing you soon. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Yes, of course, of course. Talk soon, Charity. All right. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Together LA Listening Tour. To stay connected, make sure you subscribe to the Together LA channel, rate and review this episode, and make sure to share on your social media platforms. We would love for you to follow along with Together LA on Instagram, Facebook, and our website at www.togetherla.net. See you next time.